Welcome to All That Scratch, the musical theatre podcast live from London. A chance to hear your future favourite musicals before anybody else. Hello. I'm Charlie. And I'm Alex, and we are All That Productions. Uh, we co-produce uh, All That Scratch with The Other Palace. We're so excited to be here tonight for the live recording, recorded live from London, as our new uh, kind of tagline says. Uh, so thank you so much for being here with us. Yeah, thank you everyone for coming down, and thank you for everybody at home who is listening to the podcast right now. We really appreciate it. We've got a really amazing lineup today. We're really, really excited. Um, I am going to bring to the stage now Kiki... Uh, who will be hosting this evening's event. So can we please have a big hand for Kiki Stevenson. Thank you very much. Hello. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much. Um, my name's Kiki Stevenson. I am the Artistic Program Coordinator here at the Other Palace. Um, and I am so thankful that we have an amazing live studio audience with us today and thanking everyone listening on the podcast as well. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with All That Scratch or may not be familiar with our recent rebranding, you can have a look at our uh, new logo that will be on your seats. Or if you're listening, have a check out our websites. Details on the link below. Um, but All That Scratch is a curated hour of promising new British musical theatre recorded live at the Other Palace. It is the Other Palace's mission to support new British musical theatre. And we're really pleased to have six amazing, amazing new musicals with us today, um, which they're all hopefully excited to share with us. <laughs> See some nervous faces as well. Um, Every uh, episode, we open uh, submissions, and they're open to anyone who wants to submit. And we have the joy, Alex, Charlie, and I, of listening to everything that comes through. Um, so with no further ado, um, I'm really excited to invite back um, a writer who actually opened our first ever pilot episode. And he's returning with a brand new musical. Um, so this writer's name is Jack Miles. He's returning with a piece called St. Anne Comes Home. And um, he, his musicians and performers are performing two songs, Love Is Not Enough For Me and In The Arms Of St. Anne. Jack, come back to stage. Come back to me. Hello. Welcome back. It's nice to be back. Do you know, Jack gets extra credit as well, because you've been to how many recordings? Three of the four? No, no, this is, is the fifth five? one, so it's four out of five. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. even better. So he gets a gold star for being a huge, huge supporter of everything that's been going on. So welcome back. <sighs> <laughs> how does it feel to have been the first opening song on the first ever episode and then come back for episode five um it feels pretty good uh it was good enough that i can write about on my website it's like oh. that was the first act on the so thank you no that. thank you <laughs> all right so tell us a bit about saint Anne comes home um where and where these two songs fit in the story give us a bit of context sure so um saint Anne comes home is a uh um sung through folk musical um, about a homeless guy called James uh, who sets up shop um, in the arch of a church. Um, this prompts uh, a big reaction from the congregation who are, have very mixed feelings on, uh, on what's going on. Um, the, the, the priest is um, sort of out of a sense of... Um, sort of he's trying to protect his community when he kind of says to James, you can't be here. Um, and... Uh, in that action, we meet the secondary character, uh, Bridget, um, who's struggling with a big domestic crisis. Um, these two get to talking, James and Bridget get to talking, and they realise that their situations are really, really, um, really, really quite similar. Um, so the first song you're going to hear is from um, a conversation that they have where they're exp um, James is explaining um, uh, how he came to be in the situation that he's in. And the second song um, is going to be the first time you meet Bridget, um, this, the, you're in a church, um, there's hymns, uh, and then Bridget turns around and she's embarrassed because you've caught her at a church service. Um, but yeah, so that, those, those are how the two songs fit in. Amazing. And tell us a bit about why you were inspired to write this musical. What was kind of the inspiration behind it? Sure. So I, um, 
I'm from Suffolk. I was country born and raised. Oh, wow. Yes, represent. Um, uh, so I didn't really get to experience homelessness properly until I moved to London. And it hit me so, uh, so hard. I, I messaged a friend. Um, I saw somebody pick up a cigarette butt from the street and was stunned. I could not believe that that was something that happened. And she said, yeah, that's, a, that's an everyday thing. Um, that's, just a, that's just something that happens. Um, and so I kind of had this idea um, that I could, I could write, a sh uh, write something about this. Um, I went to a, a gig with a friend, um, and I'd had this idea for a, a long time. And there was a moment right at the end of the gig. The gig was in a church. It was a folk, um, folk quartet. And uh, there was this magical moment that could have only been in a musical where the, the chimes of the bells that went off lined up perfectly in tempo and they were in the same tune with the song that was playing. And it was just magical. And the, all the musicians turned to each other and they was like, oh my God, this is incredible. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is a great ending for a musical. Um, so I was like, and I spent the whole gig furiously jotting down notes and my friend was so furious. Um, but yeah, so I was kind of inspired, um, by that. I love it. Just, yeah. how does that even happen? I don't even know. <laughs> and go. tell us what's next for the project. Um, so we've got Beam, we're pitching for Beam on Wednesday. Um, very excited about that. Shout this, out for on Beam. On this stage. <laughs> Woo! Um, and then we're doing a scratch, uh, scratch night in um, December, um, 20 minutes to the show, uh, in a little studio in Wimbledon. Um, but we're really, I really wanted to do the podcast because I really wanted to open it up. I need sort of um, collaborators, really. I want anyone, actors, directors, anybody with any that thinks that they could um, get involved and um, be a, a, like a consultant, any, any kind of form, um, just sort of have a chat with me. I need, I need people. I need people. Um, so if you, if you are one of these people who fits into that category, please come chat or send an email. Would you like to uh, introduce your musicians and performers this evening? I'd love to. So uh, on double bass, we have Ben Jones on violin. We have Claudia Fuller on singing. <laughs> My favourite instrument. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Castle uh, will tonight be playing the role of James. Brilliant, take it away. At 17, I was exactly who you'd think Chasing girls up Brixton Hill With a shout and with a drink Come the weekend with a reckless appetite I would up and find a woman who would see me through the night Either that or brawl a stranger tit for tat Never stayed a place too long cause I was far too cool for that And I would never die, I was young, naive and free So the love was not, the love was not for me Being dumb, I didn't know that there was more But it clubbed me round the head the moment I hit 24 Friend of a friend from an evening drunk and wild Told me Belly whispered she was carrying our child She was kind and played the part she knew she should And I tried to stay for baby But it did more harm than good And though I had the chance to build a family tree the love was not, the love was not for me. But for the newborn girl, I lived to see her laugh. And besotted, had to capture every single photograph. I stayed awake at night to watch her tiny breasts. And all the other things that fathers say that they'd all do to death. And I love her more than I can say. And I miss her more every day. But that was then, and it hurts to reminisce. Cause 31's no age to be living out like this. I have it hard, 
And I go from place to place So it's been 15 months Since I've seen my daughter's face I've heard it said And it's turned out to be true That all you want for them Is to be so much more than you And if you've got a child Then surely you will see That maybe she is better off without me So I thank you for the decent company And I thank you for the decent cup of tea But the love is not, no, the love is not The love is not, no, the love is not The love is not, no, the love is not Thank you. Thank you very much. George is so good. Um, okay, so next up we have the wonderful uh, Jody Jacobs. Blessings of the masses, but what fear for the little lads and lasses? Be warned, confess your sins. It's not for the first time. Some days for the calm and the tranquility. Some days there is nowhere else I'd rather be. And when the song begins, I lose all sense of growing old. It's when the sentiment takes hold. on about but by now I've decided I could live without a preaching clergyman cuz I'm here for the soothing you feel it in your heart and in the atmosphere you heal with the memories from through the years of where it all began in the walls of saint self-discovery that or an answer right in front of me but why can't it be clear with just the right attention span it's nice to think that there's a Right, 
amazing. That was absolutely beautiful. Thank you guys for that, those two beautiful songs. Next up for you um, is a piece that I had the honor of seeing in Edinburgh this year, and I don't know if anybody else got a chance to see it. <laughs> amazing, great, a few people. Um, it is a piece called You and I. Uh, music and lyrics are by Cordelia O'Driscoll and the book by Tom Williams. Uh, they are here uh, tonight to perform two of the songs that I really enjoyed um, called Robot Called Robert and the other side. Do you guys want to come up and kind of explain to us why there's a robot called Robert? Come on up. <laughs> Hello, welcome. Hello. Hello. Um, first off, tell us a bit about what this show's about. Why is there a robot? And, and what kind of made you decide to write this piece? Uh, well, basically, the show is about um, a sort of quite sad, uh, lonely woman who is, is not having a good time. And uh, then a robot appears on her doorstep. And essentially, she has to take care of it and nurture it and teach her everything. Um, it's sort of the first ever general AI that's ever appeared. And um, whilst sort of teaching it all about life, she kind of learns to love life again along with it. So, yeah. Yeah, and the two songs that we're doing, the first one's called A Robot Called Robert and Me, and it's the second song in the show, and it's just after Robert has appeared on Fran's doorstep. Uh, and we're going to do a little bit of a scene for a little bit of setup so you can see what happens in that kind of opening scene. Uh, just the shock at finding a robot that's very, very human in your house, which is, you know, fair enough. Uh, and then the second song we're doing is the final song in the show, which is... I mean, I guess it's kind of spoiler. It's not really spoiler. She, it's not a tragedy. Yeah. She does kind of, you know, triumph over certain things. Uh, and yeah, the other song, the last song is called "The Other Side," and it's just about kind of letting go of things and being able to move forward. Uh, yeah, I love it. Great. Tell us a bit about the pieces, the pieces journey to where it is now. Obviously, we know it went to Edinburgh, but kind of talk us through that. Uh, well, we. Yeah, we, we started writing it in, like, February, I think. Yeah, around uh, And then we had a pretty mental, like, under-two-week rehearsal period where we did all of the arrangements uh, with uh, Ben and Fraser, who you'll see in a second. Uh, and we also, uh, Lawrence and Lindsay learned the whole show, as did everyone else, and it was just a bit mad, but it was great fun. Uh, and then we went to Edinburgh for a month with Underbelly, uh, and that was that was not very long ago so <laughs> yeah that's that's so far <laughs> yeah and good things to come i am sure yes what is it about the show that you think audiences are going to enjoy the most if well, you had to pick one thing one thing uh or two two things i think it originally started off as something interesting a conversation about ai because that was what i thought was sort of terrifying and important but the overwhelmingly more interesting element of it is about the human story and the grief and examining that through a lens of someone who has no idea what that is. And we try and make it funny as well, so I think there's a little bit of humour sprinkled in there. <laughs> there's hard. plenty, trust me. <laughs> Great. Do you guys want to introduce your musicians and performers? Yeah, so um, we've got Lawrence Hunt, who'll be playing Robert the Robot. Uh, Lindsay Mannion playing Fran, and then we've got Fraser Frangley on viola and Ben Evans on bass. Amazing, take it away. <laughs> okay then, Robert, the robot. Um, so what do we do now? Step one, registration of Francesca King's Oh, just Fran, it's fine, thank you. Great, I'll call you Juiced Fran. No, Fran. Fran. My name is Robert. So call me Fran. Fran. Okay, juiced Fran, I'll call you Fran Fran. Fuck it. <laughs> Close enough. You would like to be called Fuck It Fran No, Fran. no, thank you. Let's just move on. <laughs> Great. Step two. Terms and conditions. Oh, no. These terms of use constituted legally binding agreement made between you where the person you're on behalf of lenses. You agree that by utilizing product you have read and asserted and agreed to be bound by all aforementioned terms of use from time to time here expressly incorporated herein by reference. Skip. We reserve the right in sole discretion to make changes or modifications to these terms of use and will do so at any time and for any reason. Do you agree? <laughs> There's a robot in my room. And I don't know what to do This is a lot to think through I'll just stand quietly beside it Not make any sudden moves There's a robot in my house 
Am I supposed to know what that's about? Somebody's gonna jump out. It's a joke, it's just a person in some questionable clothes. What happens now? Do I scream and shout? Do I ring up somebody? Surely anyone will just think I'm crazy. What happens now? What's the why? The how? I guess I could do nothing. Just sit in awkward silence, alone in my bedroom. This robot called Robert and me. Hello. A robot came in off the street. Can someone say what I'm supposed to think? Things like this don't happen to me. My life's boring, uneventful, not a sci-fi wet dream. Now there's a robot next to me. Is there a rule book for this kind of thing? Maybe it's best I know nothing, but I don't do well with spontaneity or anything that's vaguely scary. What happens now? Do I throw it out? Do I take out the battery? Would I be killing it? Does that make me crazy? What happens now? What's the why? The how? I guess I'll just do nothing. Just sit in awkward silence, alone in my bedroom. This robot called Robert. And me. Greetings. I don't know what to do, what to say, what's the right way, the wrong way to deal with this madness. What the fuck is happening? I don't know what it is, who it is, how do I begin to picture this? But I guess it's all up to me. I'm sure that's a terrible idea. But now that we're both here. We could just wait and see Alone in silence Robert and me My name is Robert This robot called Robert and me That is correct This robot called Robert and me Great to be a stranger kept myself far from danger treading water just enough made a home in the darkness found a rock and a hard place sitting counting what i had lost i know i'm far from perfect but i'm further from worthless i got so much more to be Finally opened up my eyes Past the clouds to the blue skies I've been learning how to fly Someone once told me The world is my own I can draw the days That I want to hold All the pain, all the hate All the things that I know Let them go All that I've known is just how to survive And it's nothing compared to just being alive I can breathe now without knowing how Save your goodbyes, I'll see you on the other side See you on the other side So lost again Now I've had an angel For a friend Just needed metal veins To restart my heart To know I'm more than just The sum of all my parts Cause I've been there before Banging on someone else's door Slowly crumbling Under the weight of the world Cause the 
time to bleed and it's time to be free. Straight to the other side. Oh, the other side. Oh, I'll see you. Oh, yeah. See you on the other side. Oh, oh, the other side. You'll see me. I'll see. That was great. Thank you, guys. Uh, so the next piece we have today is uh, called Chronic. It is written and performed today by Catherine Bensley, and the song is called Happiness. Catherine, would you like to come to stage, please? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Amazing. Hello, welcome. Hello, welcome. Um, I'm really excited about this piece. Before you answer any of my questions, I just want to say that this is going to be part of the Maiden Speech Festival, yes. which is an amazing festival. Maybe you can tell us a bit about it. Um, that is uh, upcoming. It is upcoming, yes. Tell us um, a bit more. So, plug, plug, plug. My um, performance is on, on the 8th, 9th and 15th of November and they're all at the Tristan Bates Theatre and lovely Lexi Clare sitting over here give us a wave she's waving for the podcast um, <laughs> um, she set it all up for, um, for graduates to perform their own sort of pieces and it's a um, feminist festival and it's all being at the Tristan Bates so please come along Amazing, brilliant. So, tell us a bit, sell us on Chronic give us a bit about why we should go see you there so, um, it's, it's based on, basically, I was diagnosed with a horrible disease, which I won't go too much into, but it's very painful. Um, and I've only recently diagnosed um, after sort of a year of trying to get through a lot of doctor's advice and ill advice. And it sort of sparked me to really want to try and read into why I was getting sort of dismissed and it turns out that lots of women, well, lots of people, but especially women, are being completely like, ignored um, or not taken as seriously as they should be. Um, so I did a lot of research, and sort of it's about that and about my journey alongside that. Um, and it's also sort of a homage to my friends and family for their amazing support for what I've been through. Yes, well deserved. Um, what is it about Conic that you think the audiences will enjoy or relate to? Yes, I'm glad you're related. I mean, there are. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I mean, I do want there. There is a sort of humorous twist to it, so I do want there to be some lols. Like, I don't want it to be like, oh, woe is me. Um, but so there are some really enjoyable songs, and it's a lot of highs and lows, and it sort of leads on to. The, why happiness is here because it's sort of it is about trying to find happiness and sort of the journey you have to go to find that whatever direction it comes up you from amazing and tell us a bit how happiness fits into the story sure so happiness is at the end um so i start i've just quit my job um and i want to be a singer and i want to find happiness like that but then sort of as i said earlier like the disease has brought me has brought me moments of happiness surprisingly and you just find happiness in other ways um and that's what this is about amazing before i let you take it away sure. i think you've got some people to or a person to invite to the stage to support you correct um, performing oh i see yes i thought <laughs> surprise guest <laughs> surprise sorry would uh, you like to introduce the rest of the performers i would love to thank you um i have a lovely md called Stuart falston and he's coming to play the piano for me now amazing take it away
had to shift my perception of happiness, my understanding of what brings me joy. I mean, there are so many things that I still really miss, like running and sugar and being employed. So much of my pleasure laid in lying in after drinking like all the gin. Now the alcohol is for the bin. Spirits are out, fizzy water is in. But most of all, I was addicted to dreaming. Planning and scheming just led to feeling such bliss. But it started to stall when the pain led to grieving and I couldn't look ahead without seeing my limits. I won't wait for a life I may not lead. I'm in a rush to find that joy I so badly need. And I won't lose today by chasing something so unclear. I found my happy place takes place right here, takes place right here. find all kinds of ways to adapt to things. The fizz in that water gives me quite the high. We cope with change, whatever that brings, when there's no other option but just to get by. Now that I feel pain, I try just to notice it, thanks to CBT and a mindfulness app. It's body versus brain when the illness you're coping with means you fear a future you might never have. So I can't afford to be addicted to dreaming. Focus on breathing, find meaning in just being just this. Where I don't see limits, I won't wait for a life I may not lead. I'm in a rush to find that joy I so badly need. And I won't lose today by chasing something so unclear. takes place right here, takes place right here, right here, is all I have left, and there is nowhere else I'd rather be, I won't wait for a life I may not live, I'm in a rush to find that joy, need and I won't lose today by chasing something so unclear I found my happy place takes place right here takes place right beautiful thank you for sharing that with us and obviously we can catch a bit more next month uh, we've got three amazing musicals to kind of wrap up the evening um, and we'll just kind of jump straight on into it uh, first up we have a musical called most notorious uh, performing two songs exactly what's expected of me and clever uh, music and uh, lyrics written by ollie clark and the book by daisy horan can you guys come to the stage please <laughs> Take a mic. There we go. Hello, welcome. Hello. 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 How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Very good, yes. Tell us a bit about Most Notorious and why you guys have decided to write it. What's it about? Um, so I discovered this uh, 
story account of uh, these two women, Anne Bonny and Mary Read, who were pirates in the golden age of piracy in the early 18th century, 1700s, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, I know the show I've written. Um, <laughs> 1718. Yes. Yeah. Um, and was instantly horrified that I did not already know about them um, and that everyone didn't already know about them uh, and sort of thought, these, these women deserve a musical. Um, it's true. I was there. <laughs> the annotation behind that is, it's true. I was there. <laughs> uh, tell us a bit about how these songs kind of fit into the story then. Okay, so the first one, exactly what's expected of me, is the first song in the show, or the first full song in the show, uh, in which Anne is basically, so she starts off sort of being under the thumb and ends up but on the open ocean by the end of it, uh, having a whale of a time. There's no whales involved. Did you see that? That was, a, it, that it was is, a pun. It's, it's, it, is, it is basically boat puns the musical anyway, with sail. Oh, I love a pun. Yeah, all of that stuff. Um, and then Clever is um, between Mary and her love interest, Will. They sort of meet and they have singing a song about um, how their love is a bit unusual and how it might potentially fit into the world that they are in. Brilliant. So would you like to introduce everyone who's performing to the stage? I would love to, yes. First up, we have Sasha Colville as Anne Bonny uh, with Ollie Clark on keys and Andrew Skipper on the guitar. Amazing. Take it away. <laughs> Where this dress don't swell when you talk Well, no more, that is goddamn done I've got a bigger race to run So I'll say to you, to anybody who cares Stick to your guns when they say Don't rock the boat Sail in perfect circles Red water and float There is so much more inside my heart Than the total sum of all its parts I've gotta be unkind I'm not designed to do exactly what's expected of me There's no denying How much further I could have been If I was someone else No life won't be expecting me So I'll flip this and reverse it And maybe it was worth it To shoot off into the night And I will gallantly go, go Grab another future One that fits me right I'm taking back what 
Shaking trepidation has now alchemized into excitation. Life for me expecting, no life for me expecting, no life for me expecting me. Uh, so now I'd like to uh, invite Meg McGrady as Mary Reed uh, and Matthew Mulholland as William Petty singing. Clever. Cut a man in two with a single word. Or a flash of your eye And I could be yours, my love And you could be mine I could step in line And follow you Whatever the weather says Better it's left unsaid Cause I'm just not clever Not now and not ever not clever like you Because my big dumb heart Says I'm supposed to lead And I know and only I know That's not what you need You will never be forgotten I'll make sure of it, my love I'll sell your tale to the great wide world Oh, they'll know that you're my girl I look at your starry eyes Much simpler than starry skies How did you miss the way The world really works It counts on our common sense to placate and keep us dense And the danger is apparent The second we work that out Whatever the weather says Please let it be unsaid Cos as soon as we're clever From now till forever It'll snuff this thing out You're taken out by the tide I'm swallowed up in the sea And I won't let it just be me Cause whatever, ever, ever, ever They can try what they like Cause clever's a great big lie Just worry and oversight Anyway, if we had it We'd be equally glad If we wasted away The wind and the world It's A boy and a girl Not clever or shy Well, I 
brilliant. Thank you. I really look forward to the two and a half hour version that I know you're now going to write so we can find out all about those characters and how they know each other and sail the high seas. <laughs> That's what pirates do. You're welcome. I've summed it up. You can use that. You can quote that on your poster. You are welcome. <laughs> um, next up, we have uh, a piece which actually kind of sums it up in the title. Um, it's called Zombies, the Musical. <laughs> and it's written by um, a lovely gentleman that I've had the pleasure to know for a few months now by the name of Daryl Griffith. Um, and one song is being performed today called I Have a Tingle. But shameless plug, I will say, Zombies the Musical does return to the other palace, to this very stage in a few weeks. So if you, if you like the song and you like zombies and you like musicals, the perfect combination. Um, do make sure you can come back and see the full workshop production in a few weeks. But in the meantime, sorry, I've done it for you now. A plug to the show. <laughs> come on up, Daryl. <laughs> You can probably plug it better than me, Hello. so feel free to do no, it again. No, no, you said it perfectly. Okay, good. Did you say 16th, 19th of October? <laughs> 7 o'clock in the evening. And there'll be zombie cocktails as well. But, but you have to pay for those. <laughs> Shameless. I love it. Um, so, Daryl, you've had an amazing career. Again, shameless plug. <laughs> uh, so you've worked with Matthew Bourne on Swan Lake and Cinderella. You've orchestrated one of the Harry Potter films. <laughs> Sorry, that's my personal favourite. <laughs> and composed music for familiar programmes and adverts. What's inspired you now to write a musical? Well, um, I've done so many different things. I've performed, I've conducted, I've orchestrated, I've written. But it occurred to me a few years back that everything I've done has been for other people. And I thought, well, it'd be nice to write something for me that I want to write. I love musicals. I used to play in the pit and MD some when I was straight out of college. Um, and my executive producer, Bradley, said to me a couple of years ago, well, why don't you write something? So I did. And <laughs> here we are. And beyond the obvious, zombies, what is it about this musical that you think audiences are going to enjoy? Well, I, I have to admit that I do have a rather juvenile sense of humour. And I was told as a child that I'd grow out of it, and there's no, no sign of that yet. Um, and I, f I find zombies really funny. There's just something about them. Um, I also like catchy tunes, melodies. Um, and so I'm a big fan of things like Book of Mormon and The Producer. So I thought, well, why don't I write something in a similar vein about zombies? It's all the things that I like. Oh, no, no, I didn't, I didn't say it was any good, you know. You know, sa save yourself. Of course it is. Don't be silly. So tell us about how this song, I Have a Tingle, fits into the musical. OK, so let me just tell you a little bit of the early synopsis. Uh, we have a group of scientists um, who've been tasked with coming up with some, a cure to some of the ravages of old age, and their funding is running out, so they're all under a bit of pressure to, to produce some sort of results. They think they're getting somewhere, but who knows? Um, they get a phone call from Lord Snooty, who's the minister in charge of the funding, um, and it turns out he's got a bit of spare time on his hands, or maybe he was proroguing Parliament or something. Um, and then... Sorry? Uh, he decides he's going to make a surprise visit um, to the lab. So there's a big panic because they have to demonstrate they can do something. And, you know, he's not going to want to look down some sort of microscope and see some amoeba sort of wibbling about. So um, they've got to do something. So they're in such a panic to get something ready. Unfortunately, there's a bit of an accident. Um, and in the explosion that ensues, there's a noxious gas which basically knocks out Gerald, who is the director of the lab. Now, the thing you need to know about Gerald getting very exciting here, is that he's tall, he's good-looking, he's arrogant, he knows it. Um, he's actually a bit of a cock, to be quite honest. Um, um, but unfortunately... I think I know him. Yeah, well... <laughs> all the women in the lab, you know, really fancy him, and actually most of the men as well, if they would admit it to themselves. Um, 
So where this, this song happens is where Emily, who's one of the lead researchers, has this internal monologue where she shares with us, the audience, um, how much she really liked him. It's not just that she fancies him, she's absolutely madly in love with him. And she shares her inner thoughts, both appropriate and some of them slightly inappropriate, maybe. <laughs> and that's where the song happens anyway. Amazing. Would you like to introduce your performer this evening? I will do. Uh, I'd like to welcome Jodie Jacobs to sing I Have a Tingle. Come on back. of something funny to say to relate to that but I don't think I need to say anything <laughs> that was great thank you thank you both um, yes <laughs> I don't really even know how to segue now <laughs> right okay final song of the evening again let's do tonal shift tonal shift Get the giggles out now. Um, our, our final piece is a song very aptly named Finale. 
<laughs> from, from a song called, uh, sorry, from a piece called No Limits. Um, this has been written by Sam Thomas. Sam, could you come join me on stage, please? <laughs> Hello. Hi, Sam. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so very welcome. Thank you for writing this piece. You're welcome. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, tell us a bit about No Limits and why you decided to write this piece. Okay, so it is a song cycle, uh, really similar to Songs for a New World, if people like that. Um, so at university, Connor and Gregor came into a workshop and... The tutor, so they were showing off lots of the performers doing their songs, and the tutor said, you know what, do you want to show a new song to them? So I was really, really scared, but I thought, yeah, what an opportunity. So I went home, and I thought, and I was listening to their music, and Scott Allen, and contemporary writers, and I thought, how can I impress them? So I tried really, really hard to write this song, and it was called No Limits. And then I finished university, and I had this song, just one song. And I thought, what do I do with it? It's too good to know you somehow. It's, it's too theatrical to just be a plain pop song. I thought, right, I'm going to turn it into something. So then slowly I started writing other songs with similar themes. And then now I have this show. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell us what it is you think about, what you think people are going to enjoy about the piece. Um, I and think... maybe a bit of context about what it's about as well, because okay. we have to get all the way to the finale somehow. Um, oh, I'll try. I'll try my best. Um, so a lot of the songs, I think, for the past two years, I think, you know, we it's really easy, especially in your 20s, to feel like you don't really know where you're going, to feel like you, you don't have the career you want, you're not married, you don't have a child, while all your friends have those things. And you get really, really scared that you're behind in life. So I thought, what a theme to sort of start looking at that. But not as a theme, but to overcome that to stop looking at life that way. So then, one by one, these songs started emerging, all of those things. So then we get to the finale of the show, and it's it's a little bit of a mega mix. So there's themes of different songs from the show, um, and it puts them all together. Amazing. And how are you planning on developing the piece further? So, forever. Um, further. Forever. Um, <laughs> Right now it is a 60-minute show, but definitely. So we did it at Camden Fringe, and it went really, really well. And a lot of people were saying, you, you need to turn it into something bigger. Um, so no, I definitely want to. I want to turn it into a two-act piece um, and then stage it again. Great yeah. answer. So watch this space, essentially. Watch this space, Amazing. Yes. You have quite a few people to bring to the stage. I do. In my defense, I honestly thought that everyone, like I thought you had big casts and things. Like someone said, oh, you, you're, you're the one with the big cast and it's six people. Yeah, but that's why we chose it to end, end the show. Ooh. We want to hear all those glorious harmonies wash over us. Right, podcast listeners? Yeah. Great. So smooth. So go ahead, introduce everyone. Right, this is a challenge. Okay, so tonight on Keys, we have Lawrence Miklowski. Um, on his cajon, we have Ben Jones. And then the cast, so the characters don't have names, so I'm just going to list them. Um, we have Emily Carter, Aaron Jensen, Jesse Angel, Tom Dickerson, Megan Joblin, and David Gibbons. Amazing, take it away, everyone. in the same boat at the end of the day so since we only get one go on the merry-go-round let's make the most of here and now no time to waste my best life's calling my best life's calling my best life's journeys endless and unbound I'm gonna fly I'll march through the beat of my own Twice as fast as it used to. I'm taking the scenic cruise. The scenic cruise. The scenic cruise. I'll take the 
And that is why we saved that for the end. That was epic. I love a harmony. Lads. Yeah, um, that's the end of the episode. Thank you, everyone, so much for coming in, those of you who are with us in the studio right now, and thank you, everybody at home, listening to the podcast, for tuning in. Can we have another massive round of applause, please, for all of the amazing performers and writers and musicians that got involved? Thank you so much, everyone. What an amazing show. Um, if you're here with us in the studio, stick around, come for a drink upstairs, try one of the many, many gins that are on offer here, or a soft drink. Um, if you are at home listening to the podcast, please do contact us, let us know your thoughts, um, and you know, try and get to know some of the amazing artists that were with us tonight. Thank you. Um, it needs no introduction, but all that scratch is returning. For our sixth episode, um, we are obviously committed uh, to making sure this comes back every other month and we continue to support the new voices uh, in, in Britain and writing amazing musicals. So we are now accepting applications. So if you have a musical that you would like to have uh, on the stage and on the podcast, we can't wait to listen to it. And we listen to every single one of them and have many a conversation about them. Applications for our sixth episode which is on Monday, the 25th of November. Put it in your diaries now. Um, the deadline to apply is noon on Friday, the 18th of October. And as always, we try to make it as accessible as possible for you to join us in the studio audience. All tickets are £5 and are available for purchase at theotherpalace.co.uk right now. That was so smooth. I just didn't want to follow that. You're welcome. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to All That Scratch as well. So you can subscribe on iTunes, on Spotify. We're on all of those sorts of platforms. Um, and if you have enjoyed your evening, or if you're listening at home and you've enjoyed listening, it'd be great if you could uh, give us a five-star rating as well, because uh, that really helps us to kind of get to algorithms and all of that kind of jazz. But um, no, seriously, if you could give us a rating, we would be very, very grateful. Oh, also, if you've enjoyed your evening, could you post on social media about us? That would be great. If you could hashtag all that scratch, take a picture. If you haven't already, uh, take a picture of the gin you're enjoying after the show and post that or something uh, just to get the uh, kind of conversation going. We love hearing if you've enjoyed the evening and uh, how many people have been here and things like that. So do give us a tweet. Uh, I think that's everything that's left to say, apart from thank you, and we'll see you in November. Thank you. All That Scratch was recorded live at The Other Palace. Produced by Charlie Norburn and Alex Jackson for All That Productions and Kiki Stevenson for The Other Palace. Podcast technician was Pav Krahowski and edited by Will Abel. Podcast theme music by Nicola Chang. For more information, visit theotherpalace.co.uk.